what's up, D? It's episode 10. Kickback. What's good, Ace? This is D. Yeah, D. Yeah. What's up? Not much, man. Just chilling. You know, it's a kind of a cooler Saturday. Yeah, man. They call it, like, young kids calling it spooky season now. Oh, yeah, because it is officially October now. I don't know where where the hell that came from, spooky season. Know. Like, that must have just started. That's some other shit. I think that's some shit that just happens from the internet, so. Like, all these national holidays of yeah. the blue. Like, happy smiling day, happy teeth day. I'm be like, dog, I don't. And I feel like these holidays, they happen, like, randomly, but they happen, like, once every quarter or some shit like that. Like, National Siblings Day happens at least twice a year. <laughs> like, I, I Whenever somebody wants to call it, that's what it is. Right, and, exactly. And it's spread. Um, I will say, though, kind of, not really all the time, since we kind of talk about social media, I really like that screen time uh, function of mm. iOS 12. So I haven't really started messing around with the new updates but fill me in on what that is specifically basically it just limits like the amount of times you can look the time you can look at look at your screen it'll just mm. uh you can set limits you can make groups like for social media or maybe like a pictures app or what have you whatnot so and then it has like a whole bunch of detailed stats on uh it'll go by either today or like the week mm. and um so when you come up to the limit, mm-hmm. it'll make you uh, it'll make you put in a passcode. So I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm doing this shit too much. But yeah, it keeps like a lot of uh, stats, and I'm just like trying to limit how much time I you know look look at the damn phone. But then you can set like downtime too, mm-hmm. um, like at night or whatever. And so you That's do some more productive shit. So yeah. Because I was reading somewhere that uh, on average people spend about, I think, two to four hours a day on their phone. So just thinking about that, just limiting that, you just get so much extra time in the day. So I'm going to definitely check that out. That's something I'm going to look into. Yeah, and uh, it even shows you like the amount of times like you pick up your phone like when it lights up or oh, whatever. Shit. Yeah, I do that a lot. I was looking at, man, I, I know we weren't planning on talking about this, but... Uh, That's all good. Freaking! I was looking at six. There was a sixty minutes video playing while I was at the car shop, and mm-hmm. they're saying this uh, hormone is called, called cortisol or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like that's uh, it's like it. I don't know. It's like a stress hormone or something. Something mm-hmm. to where like you're like anxious to look at your phone. Like even when you're not thinking about it, like you're thinking about going to look at your phone. But yeah, it just. I mean, I don't know. You probably cut this that's through. that's definitely yeah. true yeah because i can sometimes like i'm at work and i'm trying to work on something and sometimes before i get into my workflow uh it takes me maybe like five or ten minutes after i took a break for me to actually get into the workflow because i'm still like checking my phone even though i'm not like actually expecting a text like because it's kind of out of habit yeah so yeah i um i definitely want to look into that screen time feature because i want to cut down on how much time i spend on social especially because like you know, it's just kind of like a, a black hole sometimes. Exactly. So, but yeah, trying to be great, trying to be productive out here. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so New Music Friday, there was a lot of stuff that came out. Yeah. Um, some tough, yeah, some some stuff I was anticipating more than others. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's first get into get into it. 
Mud Boy finally dropped 10-5. Right. You know the scouts. Yeah. So I'm telling you, so my Mud Boy experience. Right. I'm just I started listening to it. All right, mind you, I'm gonna just back up. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Sheck West fan. I'm still gonna be a big Sheck West fan. Like mm-hmm. he dropped like the way like his rollout, the way it came out, the way like good music, Cactus Jack, Interscope's been handling him and letting him get like a lot of creative freedom. He's been like everywhere. Um, like with Jordan brand, Nike, what have you. Like he's literally been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Had probably one of the hottest songs out this year. I mean, I, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to like, really, really wanted to like this album. Um, like the way I like World or something like that. But it just felt really... You, it, it felt I wasn't expecting like anything like totally lyrical like so lyrical that's gonna like blow my mind or whatever but I just felt like there still should have been some more effort put into it it just found, sounded mm-hmm. like he was he freestyled like everything like off the dump like it and it was kind of and I was really like disengaged from it the beats are like there's some of like the best beats I heard all, all year right. like they're crazy yeah and I think I think the some of the songs will do well like live or whatnot, mm-hmm. or maybe like a visual. But for me, like it just there was a lot of hype on it, and the way like Live Sheck West, Die Sheck West came out, Chippy Chippy, Mo Bamba, even do that like how those songs sounded, mm-hmm. the bar was just set like so high. So you think that they did the wrong? They had the wrong strat as far as releasing all of the good songs first. I really don't I really don't know if it was that because like who expected like I mean I didn't I don't think he expected uh, maybe he he expected it but I don't think anybody saw like it coming like mm-hmm. how those songs exploded right it's not like uh it's not I'll give you another thing but like Action Bronson that first album that uh, he came out with and he dropped like all the fire singles and then it was like eh. mm. but I really didn't know what I, Action Bronson I knew more of what to expect of him but the Sheck West I was like I mean he dropped these fire songs but you never heard like a full project from him before right you know so and you're talking about the Mr. Wonderful album from Mr. Bronson. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you can get a bit from the Blue Chips projects. Mm-hmm. You kind of figure, okay, he's has like more of a eclectic yeah. approach. So but I follow you on that. It was just like, I don't know, Mud Boy was just, it, the beasts were like fire, but the just the way I don't know. I really, I just, I don't know how to really feel about it. Like mm-hmm. I really want to like it. And somebody was pointing out like. Now people should see how talented Playboy Cardi is, because he was kind of like, because play, yeah, yeah, because I mean, the Sheck West thing is more about his his energy. He does have some like a Mo Bama and, and Lil Sheck West, even Chippy Chippy. Like when you listen to the lyrics, like he's saying like some stuff that you know that actually you could tell like matters to him. Yeah. That he's reflecting on his life, which is cool, but I don't know. Like, it, some of the songs were just, I was like, it, it was too sporadic. Right. And it, it just like didn't flow. Yeah. yeah. He would have like a line about something and it would stop and then it would just go into something else. 
And I don't think he did anything too well over the top for me to like keep being engaged. Like I do, I do agree with you on that because there's some points on the album he was kind of just all over the place. And I've seen kind of like more of a free form style like work, especially with um, like I'll take it back like with Old Dirty Bastard. Like sometimes he won't stick to like these typical song format like he'll just do whatever on on a beat or whatever but in this case it just seemed like oh shit let's get this album out here's the extra song that we need to round out this number and then let's just push it out i do feel that and i think the beat did carry a lot of that um initially i i do like the album but I was, like you were saying, I was expecting a little more from it, especially because of how he was being rolled out and how the singles came out. I kind of, it kind of reminded me of like when Flocka initially came out with, um, with Flocka Valley, when they were rolling out his stuff, it seemed like his whole album was gonna be similar to the singles, but the album doesn't translate that way. And yeah. I feel like uh, from a marketing standpoint, I would have picked some of the other songs because let's say if you like Mobama and then they still could have kept Chippy Chippy. So like whenever you get the album, you're gonna be like, oh shit, this song is the shit, right? And then it would make you listen to the album a little more. But now we've heard all the songs that we like, if you like that type of thing, and there's nothing else that's really like that one other than like WESPN, which I feel like is kind of similar to Chippy Chippy in a, a bit. I think well, Chippy Chippy's on there, right? No, I'm saying and do that wasn't right. That was only yeah, but and I don't I know what you're saying. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I mean I, I think that one's a sh- probably one of the stronger ones. Kyrie, I think is gonna probably catch on. Gmail was pretty cool. I don't know, like they're okay song. Like it 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 just wasn't. I think they I think he missed the ball. I think he if he right. I think he really I think he missed the ball on on this. He sh- I think he's been pretty patient with an album not coming out so far. I think he mm. could have probably waited, but I think he could have did better. I think and I'll have to take more time on cuz my opinion may change on it, but I think overall I think the album is actually pretty decent, but my thing is is when the quality is a part of the singles i feel like that's dangerous for the album because then the album doesn't have as much replay value because not like let's say if i didn't hear um i don't know like if i didn't hear chippy chippy so much already yeah then if i would have been like oh i want to listen to that i would play the album and then just let it rock because i just know that song is on there and i feel like a little more attached to it versus it just being like one of the singles so um if you were to give it like a number score, like honest, I don't know. I feel like one out of five is not granular enough, but like maybe one out of ten. What would you say? It's one like? out of ten, I give my boy a five and a half, six max. Okay, yeah. So I guess maybe that's right, right about where I am, because I was thinking maybe about a six and a half. Yeah, I'm not so. gonna, I'm not gonna say it's like a horrible, because. I mean, obviously these singles are amazing, but yeah, and uh, I don't want to discredit them because they're singles. Yeah, and so the fact that I mean, Mo Bamba actually came out in 2017. He's been able to carry that the hype off off that like mm-hmm. through this year. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, and being able to tour just off of 
three, four, five main main songs. I think he, yeah, I think he has like a couple other songs that he performs live. But mm. yeah, man, like I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm still a Sheck West fan. He dropped. Yeah. I mean, I just think he just dropped the ball. But I mean, it happens. It's still kind of early because like somebody that I would compare him to was like Flocka. Flocka had like maybe like seven mixtapes out before he actually dropped Flockavelli. So I think it's still really early for us to like really pass judgment on Shuck. I think he still has a ton of potential, but he's still figuring it out. Yeah. And then kind of like what you were saying about Cardi, all of his albums from top to bottom, like the last two albums he's put out have been like, like top tier. But he also has like a huge body of work before he started putting out the album. Oh yeah, definitely. So I um, think the thing with Cardi, I mean, of course you're not gonna get anything like super lyrical, but he does something like really well, and yeah. I still don't know what to call it because it's like, it's I mean it's ad it's a lot of ad libs, but it just feels like his voice is a part of the beat. The, the beat and yeah. it's I don't know he it, I don't know how. I mean, I know how people could criticize him because it's not like typical like rap, rapidy rap, or whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. it. But it's just like I don't know. He has his like, Cardi's Cardi. Like I think it's kind of similar to like what Thug was doing initially whenever he was coming out because Thug Thug was rapping, but then like Thug was also doing different stuff with his ad libs and then the way he was projecting his voice and the on the, on the uh, songs that kind of initially made people go, I don't know about this, but then like in three years, everybody was trying to do something similar. And I think the same effect happened with Cardi is like, um, they they dialed back on the on the lyrics, just kind of like with Cardi, because Cardi started off like rapping, rapping. He, yeah, yeah. And then he just kind of, more so he, become, he becomes one with the beat instead of rapping on the beat. And I think that's what he does differently than everybody else, so. Can agree with that. Um, drip harder. I'm trying to remember more than three songs off of this album. Like I'm not that cover art. That cover art is hard though. It is. It is. Um, I think honestly, because I actually really was looking forward to this because I, I do like Lil Baby and I do like Gunna, right? But um, I kind of feel like it was the same thing with the future and thug project where i feel like a lot of them were just kind of like stuff that not saying it was forced but they're just kind of like running through the motions on a lot of it but then there was like the last quarter of that album is really good um from like the thug feature down i think is like the best part of the album the nav feature is cool i can't Um, stand nav oh yeah sorry I think Nav is alright but um like the Thug feature was good Close Friends was amazing and that's like kind of like my favorite pocket for Lil Baby is I think he does really well on those type of songs Uh, and then kind of just really supported that song really well Um, and then of course the Drake feature Uh, Virgil sent me a whole new colorway it's like all over the internet right now Mm. so Mm. oh yeah I just I feel like Robert, if you want to, if you got a friend that raps, and you want to do some songs, that's cool. But if you sound like too similar to your friend, you just guys need to make like a three to five like track EP. Don't make a whole project. Like, because honestly, like what you're saying, 
if they would have took like those four songs at the bottom of the album and then maybe picked like one or two randomly, I think I would my whole reception of the album would have been a lot better. Uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just like that we're in the age of like playlists now. Is if you come out if you got like one or two hot songs and then somebody can pick those two and just put it on a playlist and just be uh, straight. So, but I mean, I didn't. I already knew what was going to happen with this mixtape. So it was just like, I would listen to it and... And then you'd stop listening yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the cover art's hard, though. Yeah. Drake, the Drake song slides. Not mad at that. Um, yeah, uh, I was listening to the Mozzie uh, mixtape. Mm. It's called, like, Gangsta Landlord or something like that. I saw you posted it, but I, that was one I haven't got to yet. Yeah, that was... But. So far, I was pretty straight. I just, I just tweeted a uh, Ty Dolla Sign man. He's been on a damn roll. Like he's on the song with YG and uh, YG and Mozzie on the on the mixtape. Mm. It's like our generation's like Nate Dogg. Yeah, and I think aren't Ty Dolla Sign and Nate Dogg actually doing a not Nate Dogg but uh, oh, I was about to say no no no. Him and Warren G are doing a song together. I think. Because I, I saw the Warren G was in the studio and he played yeah. one of the songs and it had Ty Dolla Sign on it, so I thought that was pretty dope. But yeah, honestly, to me, Ty Dolla Sign can't really do any wrong at this point. Unless he tries to come out with the album and it's only him, because I won't listen to it. Uh, I don't think he can do. I haven't seen an album or a project that he's done that hasn't had like eighty percent of the songs have features on. Mm. So would you say it's kind of like? the dream effect right where I feel like dream as a feature or featuring other people is like top tier but then when it's just them by themselves it's like not as much or maybe more hit or miss yeah I don't think he I think he needs to be supporting mm. someone or some other or there needs to be another element added with him so it can take the song over the top but I think I think he knows that which is cool I mean uh, I think understanding where your strengths are is like the important part yeah um what else came out the uh, we never talked about the Carter 5 because the last episode we had the Carter 5 was coming out that night oh yeah the actual album we did um Carter 5 I guess a lot of songs on there were a little old Mm. um dated I can tell because of just like the production, how the production was for that time. Some of the songs kind of snitched on themselves, yeah. like the Travis song. Like I can tell oh, it was like yeah, maybe definitely. like a year or two old definitely. because uh, it sounds like rodeo era. But he even tweeted, uh, they somebody dug up a tweet. Um, it's crazy how like everybody can be an investigator now, but mm. Travis had tweeted like, yeah, I did a song on Lil Wayne's album. If it's not on there, I'm going to be hurt. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that definitely did sound dated. Um, but I don't think Lil Wayne's beat selection on his albums, other than like, I mean, you know what you were gonna get with Manny Fresh. Mm-hmm. I don't think his beat selections always been that great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because to me, I'm like the guy who's like uh, more of like the Carter Two dedication era, dedication yeah. one and two era type of. Uh-huh. Um, type of Wayne fan but like I can kind of to me after after the Carter 3 sometimes I'm like 
it's like the opposite, right? Usually like the beat would carry the artist, but like Wayne carries a lot of the beats that he gets on. And I think that Wayne just kind of likes beats that sound very different from like whatever's going on, but still can like kind of qualify for mm-hmm. relevant, which is fine. Um, I'm not gonna tell Wayne what to do. Like he's the GOAT. So um, did you have any like standout tracks that you liked or, cause I know this album's like kind of all over the place, but. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, towards the middle there was a lot of songs in the middle that I was just like uh, I will never listen to this again um, but I did I did appreciate just like the intro, the more uh, introspective like Wayne just letting you know, yeah in his life I like the uh, XXX feature on there I like that song yeah. I like the Dedicate one the Kendrick one was a standout mm-hmm the the song he had with the Sanfa sample yeah, sample on there yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty crazy I think the last two songs on there I forgot what it, he's like uh, let it all work out and there was mm-hmm. another song on there but I mean it was about it, it was there was like I would say a solid like six to eight songs on the album that I you know I can mess with right and the thing is is like oh used to was the other that one. Oh, Perfect yeah. Strangers was good too. Yeah, honestly, I feel like with this, first off, it's like twenty songs, which I feel like with those, you always you have to have a really strong fan base to even try to do something like that now. Um, but I feel like Wayne, because he's spans over so many different generations and so many different sounds, I think he was trying to add enough songs to appeal to everybody, which is hard because you got to think that he goes from like. Like the many fresh Hopway era to like Carter to the Carter three and four to now and those are all very different phases of Wayne. That being said, I don't think that anybody's gonna say this is like a home run, but I think this is like way better than I thought it was gonna be. I'm gonna be honest, even with that's, the older that's, songs. That's fair. I, I I don't have a problem with the twenty. I really don't even have a problem with the album because like. Just all the stuff you went through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this was like the, it was just like a celebration. Like, I don't think he has anything left to prove, so I'm not, mm-hmm. like, mad at it. I would like to see Wayne uh, come out with more, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know he always has music in the vault. You can just drop, like, some EPs or something like that. Right. That'd be cool. Yeah. And just like, I mean, just ha- like him having fun. I don't think he needs to release another like serious album again. Yeah, but it's basically like a victory lap. Yeah. Like, so I'm not mad at Car Five. I'm, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna rate it because it's just like it's it's whatever. Yeah. I'm just glad it came out. That that's kind of where I'm at too, especially because I didn't I didn't think that we were actually gonna see the Carter Five. Yeah. Period. Um, I thought it was gonna be one of those things that were canned forever. But um, yeah, and I think kind of like what you were talking about. The the last song on the album was definitely my personal favorite. Um, the Manny Fresh song with Ashanti and Mac Man was like a blast from the past. Like I was like, yo, I'd never thought I would hear this sound like ever again, and I was quite happy to have that opportunity. Um, I remember there was actually an interview that Ashanti was talking about like a couple years ago that she did that song. So I think that song is like maybe like five or six years old. 
So that's kind of crazy. But I yeah. really don't know why he didn't. Uh, he, I don't know why he just didn't record like new songs. I mean, keep some of the old ones, some of the ones you really think. I don't think this album should have been that dated. I think everybody knew that some of the stuff was going to be dated, so I think he was okay with the potential backlash of it. But I don't think I don't think people were looking for stuff that was recorded this year from Wayne, especially because he's been fighting to get this album released for like the past four years. So I think people are just kind of like happy to have it now, especially because like the Mona Lisa song had leaked like maybe like a year or two ago whenever Martin Scorelli had got the song so that's like the first time I heard it and honestly if that song didn't end up on the album I would have been upset if he just decided to record like 19 new songs Hmm. so um, yeah I was gonna say this album was kind of unreadable for me not for any particular bad reason but I'm just kind of glad to have the album yeah holistically um but yeah, there's a lot of music that came out. I thought we were gonna get that Anderson Pack joint, but we did get the single. Did you like the the single with him and Kendrick? Yeah, they, yeah. Mm. I don't. There's not too many things that Anderson Pack could do to disappoint unless he. I think he has a really unique uh, pocket in right right now, and just like the people that are backing him. It's going to be hard for him to miss unless he just does something totally left field. I think that he kind of, because he kind of piggybacks off of like the end of that blog era. Because like a lot of people who were really relevant in that time still back him. So like, for instance, like Like does a bit of production from him from Pactiv Hmm. for some of the stuff that he puts out. So I think he has like a bit of that. But then he's also in his own pocket with... Uh, a lot of the underground artists who are doing a lot of soul-influenced stuff, uh, I think he kind of sits adjacent to a lot of really interesting sounds. So I think that the Anderson Pack project is going to be pretty much a layup. Like I, I can't really see that album going wrong. Kind of like the same thing with the Currency and Freddie Gibbs. It's mm. like to me, those, those are just layups. Like those albums, they're just and and the formula of it. It's like there's no way this album could fail. Yeah. So, at least like f- for us, I mean, unless mm. I don't know, Anderson Pat, I that's one of the people that I if you know how like in your car and you're in the car and you're just like, and you got other people in there that mm. you might not know what they listen to. Right. That's like a safe bet, like yeah, that's a yeah. safe medium. Like all right, let's just play it. So yeah, yeah, current I mean, currency. I haven't met too many people that don't like. I mean, I've heard some people that don't like them. Actually, you know what? Um, this is the first because I've never actually ran into a person who's been like absolutely not to currency. So you're saying that there are people that have told me I don't like currency, and I actually saw uh, <clears throat> Rosen. Rosen, did you see the little clip that Rosenberg and Currency had? Yeah, and he was saying, uh, you know, some people called Currency like the first mumble rapper. Um. So I'm hmm. just like I think, but I think back then it was like mumble rapper, like literal, like it was like literally like current. I mean, currency. You listen to him. Sometimes he would like kind of mumble when he was rap. Like it was like a literal thing. Right now yeah. it's kind of like it's just like uh, 
mumble rap is like you're not really saying anything. I think yeah, and or, the thing is, is like because currency was always like rapping, right? But I think that because of like his like his dialect and the way he speaks from where he's from sometimes when he's rapping at a certain pace it sounds like really slurred Mm -hmm. just like if you get somebody from like florida or texas and they speak really fast with the dialect that they're like that's around them it it sounds it's hard to kind of keep up with if you don't know that sound and i think that's from somebody who may be from new york like he might sound like type crazy you know so like I can I can kind of see that, but I don't. I don't know if I would put him in that category. No, no, no. I, I think I think uh, even he's like now it's just like there's just like a negative connotation. When I I, I called I had called Curzy a moment because he was like literally like yeah, it yeah. sounded like he was mumbling. Okay. I can still understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like enunciated. Like he just kind of yeah. I was gonna just say like. I think, uh, and I know we just talked about the blogger like last time, but mm. I think Curtis is very, very. I mean, he's still underground, kind of technically, right. not really. I mean, he's like signed, but very underrated for his rapping ability. I think that happens a lot. Like in rap, the person who does the most or should get the most accolades doesn't always, if that makes sense. Um, in a time where like a lot of people are kind of going for clout, I feel like if you have a strategy to get the most clout versus a strategy to become the best rapper or to network the best or anything like that, I feel like they're not always weighed the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the case with Currency because he realistically should be, I think top 10 like rappers, period. Like that's come out recently. Can and you say recently like this man? Oh, uh, true. Yeah, it's like, been rapping since like the '90s, like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I, mm, I guess whenever I say recently, I mean like in the 2000s. So I guess okay. I'll clarify. Okay. But um, I think because he doesn't clout chase so much that people kind of forget about him a little bit, um, which is unfortunate. But I know, especially being from Jax, Currency was like one of the people who just kind of always had a past like because he was just kind of like always around and he was always like showing love to like our area so like we were always kind of messing with currency kind of in the same way where like Boosie would come from I was just about to say that yeah. like yeah like whenever I was like in middle school like the first time I heard Boosie I thought Boosie was from Jax because he was so he was there so much right yeah so it's kind of the same thing with currency because currency went to Jax a lot and in that time like nobody came to Jax so and it was hard to catch a concert in Jax like yeah it, it was and I hate going to see rappers at clubs like but yeah he, I actually went to what was it, Aqua or some shit yeah yeah it was because there was no venues there really that's also another there's like one venue by the beach but that's like the only major one you got one what was that the the Freebird yeah yeah that one and they had if you were a big artist and you wanted to come to Jacksonville which I don't know you know why but cause there's just I'm not saying like Jacksonville's not a cool place to go but there just wasn't an audience for that stuff right uh, but the Veterans Memorial Arena. Oh, true. Because I remember like Bieber would co- came there one time mm. or whatnot. So 
Yeah, I mean, there just really wasn't any place else except for clothes. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, nah, yeah. Currency's never, like, did any antics. I don't know if it was his interview or somebody else's interview, but, like, somebody was talking about, like, this, you know, oh, it was his. Because he was talking about uh, Corday, uh, YBN Corday. He right. was, like, you know, trying to pass on some stuff to him, like, because like, Corday could get rap really well yeah he was like don't you know don't be doing any he doesn't do any backflips like doing any tricks or anything so oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah so I remember this interview I think um, I seen this one but nah like technically like currency could like really really rap like his wordplay is always on flow he has a couple different flows you can you can get from him mm. um doesn't really say any like there's no like stuff that's like alarming me to where it's like oh he's like faking cause I mean yeah. he'd just be rapping about like what he does especially yeah. for the people that he's around right like he could be rapping about like some real drill and shit mm-hmm. but he's like no that's not me I'm just gonna rap to what's me and then his his rap like uh, persona I would say even though it's not him acting is like very unique to him so do you think that people still uh, give just Put the connotation on that he's a weed rapper. I think at one point it was like very evident that because he was talking about, especially when him and Wiz were doing a lot of stuff together, like it was like always like weed rap. But I feel like he's kind of evolved out of different pockets multiple times to me because like he used to be like the Jordan 3 hype beast rapper and then he used to do like the just the weed stuff and now he used to do cause like he had a whole year where he was rapping about like his auto shop and like different car stuff so yeah. but like now he kind of just flows in between all of the different stuff which is fine because that's what he does I would be upset if he was rapping about something else you know yeah nah I definitely yeah he's always stayed true to himself but uh Evolved, uh, like you said, he's evolved multiple times, so mm. always staying fresh. But yeah, um, shoot, I don't even know what else to go now. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like this, we we could probably talk about music for like a whole hour, especially with all the stuff that still has to come out. Like uh, we were talking about, and then of course, like Uzi's getting ready to drop a, a project, hopefully this year. Uh, I thought we were going to get an IDK album this year, but that's not going to be until 2019. I think he's going on tour. Yeah, uh, so that's right. Yeah, you said, said me he's going on tour. Um, Lupe had just dropped an album. I'm still actually digesting the album. Like, I'm not actually comfortable with talking about that album yet as far as, like, my thoughts because my initial listen to that album and then my listen with, like, a little more information on the backstory of some of the songs that he was making, it changed everything drastically. Um, so like I'm still going through that one but um, I gotta actually try to listen to it again yeah uh, yeah so it's kind of like on I don't know if you remember the cool where like it was like a themed album but it wasn't very like upfront that it was a themed album it's the same thing but uh, okay. it's like a longer book so it's like double the novel length ah uh, dang so like you kind of have to sit with it for a little bit and then maybe do some reading it's like kind of like a very it's a very lupe-esque album is what i would say hmm. um yeah i have to check it out yeah um 
But yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's. I think that's it. We'll go ahead and wrap that here. Yeah, man. Um, probably gonna have to cut some shit out. That's all good. But uh, yeah, it's episode ten. Appreciate y'all listening, uh, or whoever's listening. Yeah, all y'all that are listening, appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe so that way you get all the updates and alerts for all the new episodes. Yeah, tell us how uh, y'all think we're doing or how bad we're doing so we can try to fix it. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate the feedback. Yeah. So, but it's episode 10. Out. Sace. This is D. Mm -hmm.